WEEI Studios, 93.7, WEEI-FM and HD1, Lawrence, Boston. We're always live on the free Odyssey app. Fourth and final hour of the Rich Keefe Show with Andy Hart here on WEEI. If you missed any of the show, you can check out the Rich Keefe Show podcast on the Odyssey app. And while you're there, you can check out the six rings and football things and hashtag dork. Also, wherever you get your podcasts. This show is also on Twitch. Just go to twitch.tv slash Boston WEEI. And you can watch all the programs, in fact, from 6A all the way up until 10P. The two big news items of the day, Hart. Rafael Devers spoke out about what's going on with this team. A guy that we don't hear from often at all. In fact, even today, you hear it through his interpreter. But this was sort of one of the big takeaways about what this club needs right now. Everybody knows what we need. You know what we need. And they know what we need. It's just some things that I can't say like, like out loud. But everybody that knows the organization and knows the game know what we need. So that's as on the record as uh, Rafael Devers has been. Last year, remember, there was guys like Kenley Jansen and others that were saying what they needed to do at the deadline. Yep. They didn't do it. That played out for another last play season. And now Devers sounds like most of us. He sounds like uh, what the fan base is saying. And add him to the long list of people calling out the front office. So in my initial response is I like it. He is the tent pole of the franchise. Whether he wants to be or not, whether people yeah, see him as the doesn't face. doesn't seem like he does. It doesn't really, but is this a step in that direction? I, we talked yeah. earlier about Tatum. Yep. growing in that way and some of his comments and the evolution of him and we've wondered is he an alpha does he want to be the guy the face the mouthpiece blah 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 mm-hmm. is this a step in the right direction I, he cares right this is yeah, this is cares. evidence that he cares that he's not just here to well i'll just show up i'll hit 330 I'm i'll collect my money, my money yeah. and i'll go home a ton of money. if you guys want to have a crappy team around me that's your decision whatever no no he it seems like he does care and the uh, the other thing that you brought up, Kenley Jansen, who yes. uh, on could baseball be traded any minute, absolutely, <laughs> yeah. and sh- probably should be because mm-hmm. it sounds like he feels like he was misled when he signed here that they were going to be competitive right. year one, kind of contending all in, trying to do whatever year two, and if anything, they were barely competitive a year ago and right. have gone in the other direction this year. I don't think you want that guy around if he feels like he was legitimately lied to and shouldn't even be here because he made a made a different yeah, decision. It's got, I mean, it's um, even worse. But is Devers in the same boat? Like, does he like, wait a minute. That's I, what I wonder. I, like, does he want to get treated? I thought the Boston Red Sox were always competing and always near yeah. the top. And so he's watched Betts traded, Bogart's gone. He's the guy that stays, probably believed, okay, those were financial decisions, but I got mine and now they'll yeah. surround me. Is he now questioning sort of his existence as a major leaguer? Like, Am I on a small market team now? Yeah, but when he signed... Our payroll is half the Yankees? Yeah. What's that now? Now, when he signed, I don't know how bright the future necessarily was. So it's not like he signed when all those guys were on the roster. But they're the Red Sox. No, they are the Red Sox. So the future should be, like, the low points should be short. Yeah. Shouldn't they? Like, as Uh, the Boston Red Sox... Yeah, yeah. We've seen the worst to first, but you you have one worst... You have one last place finish, not two going on three. Not last. Surprising run, last, last. That's what they're on. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. 21 was like, whatever that was. You basically got carried by a utility player. Yeah. Right? Kiki hit, like... He was insane. Ooh, couldn't get him out. Right. <laughs> yeah, he couldn't get him out. There is no way in hell anybody projected that. No. You know what's going to happen? That this wasn't one in any year, of the rankings. Right? Like, no, it wasn't. So, 
really you could add four straight bad years. I look at this as a good thing overall. I think it's good for like that aspect of being the face of the team because everybody, every fan is thinking the same thing, and now you have your best player saying it. And you're like, all right. I, now, I don't know if that's going to lead to any kind of change because Can it? people have been saying stuff. Uh, winter weekend went so well two years ago that John Henry skipped it this year. So he's aw- he's already aware of what people are saying. Guys on his team have said stuff. Former Red Sox players have said stuff, you know, whether it be Jonathan Papabon or Pedroia most recently. But, uh, yeah, I think it was good overall that Devers said it, but I have a hard time wondering if if it's really going to make any kind of difference. And I don't see how it can now. Like, yeah, what are you going to do number- now? You need jerk sign, you know, Jordan Montgomery and Terrible. Blake Snell. No, yeah, you don't need to do don't that. Don't do that. Yeah. I want you to do things that are because then all that leads to is right. well, we we spent money and now we're in trouble. We got bad contracts. No, yeah, we can't, can't do it again. Can't do that. But like they already missed out on trading for Corbin Burns or trading for Juan Soto, and yeah. those guys both get traded in the division. It's over. Yeah, the season's rough. It's a rough And go. I understand that probably sucks. It sucks for us as viewers. Yeah, this guy's going to live it <laughs> right. every day. Now, he's getting plenty of millions to, to go out there and still, do it. You yeah, know yeah, how that is. Win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We all, yeah. like, people look at, even this job, people look at it like, that's ah, such a cool job. You guys talk sports all it's the time. Like, it's still a job. Yeah, I mean, and, like, there's certain aspects of it that can wear on you right. or certain things that Tuesdays can... and Thursdays. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Got him! Um, and he's... That's how he's going to live. But what's crazy... He's not going to be... I mean, I shouldn't judge. Maybe he will be. Maybe he's an eye guy. But I can't imagine no, he'll just be happy so. to show up and hit 307 with 38 bombs and whatever. No. Because I, I don't think anybody... I don't think anybody, even fans included, miss Xander Bogarts as much as Devers does. Right. You're like having him line up to the left of him every game, have him in the lineup, have him in the locker room, more importantly. So he had to go for his first year without him. More losing. Where do you turn? At least he had guys like Justin Turner and Kenley Jansen, who are both good signings. Who you got this year? Kenley Jansen until he's gone. So Trevor I don't know. Story. Uh, Trevor Story is the one guy who has tried to do the like. You never know. We're gonna compete and we're gonna win our. I mean, he's got to say it, but well, does he? No one else is. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? You're right. You think maybe more guys would. I just not that I'm surprised because the way this was headed, this is where it was gonna go. But it's February twentieth. And there's already like a season's over. It started from the manager from yeah, the, with the man. That's yeah, yeah, where I because yeah. you take your cues from the top. We talk about Belichick forever. Yeah. Were there written rules or did you just kind of fall in line with the tone set by Bill Belichick? That's true. And your manager's like, yeah, I don't want to talk about how long I'll be here. And he just seems well, that's like core is like one thing I haven't always loved about him in the past is when he would make excuses for like road games or like opening up like yeah like, how would you change how would you change the years like i don't know we would open up at home and you're like all right well half but the teams have to open up on the road like, in making excuses at least that feels like you believe in your team and you think they kind of get screwed or does it allow them to make more excuses well it certainly can do that yeah. but i'm saying from his perspective if i make an excuse for you it means i believe we should be better than we are yeah right now i don't think he believes they should be better than anything mm-hmm. right now i don't think he's even invested in the team right now I mean, I think he'd probably be okay if they canned him tomorrow and he can go do ESPN for the rest of the season and then take a new job next year. Mm-hmm. I bet you he'd be okay with that. And yeah, probably. That's When that's your leadership, well, the tone has been set. It's over. Well, and speak- That's why I got to go and bet the under on the 79.5 on FanDuel. Yeah, yeah. Well, I found it at 80.5. 
somewhere. Either way, I think we're fine. Yeah, you might be good. You might have room <laughs> to spare, I would say, on both of them. Not going to sniff over a game. No, I feel good about the, the under for sure. But you mentioned leadership in there. Well, the Patriots lost some leadership today as Matthew Slater, who's been on the team for 15 years, announced his retirement. I mean, we've brought it up each of the last two or three years, You know, wondering when he and McCourty were going to retire. Uh, obviously, McCourty a year ago, now Slater. But just another one of those guys that is synonymous with winning and the team being really, really good. And, you know, how many Super Bowl rings are left in that locker room? Not many. Nope. And uh, Matthew Slater, unbelievable career, 10-time Pro Bowler, three-time Super Bowl winner, uh, announced his retirement today. And I think it's interesting on the same day we're talking about Devers sort of stepping up maybe as a more vocal leader. Is this the right thing to say at the right time? Matthew Slater would be a good person to ask that. Like, just say, yeah, he hey, would you have it. said something like this? Because you feel like you always said the right thing, regardless of on the field, off the field, tough situation, right. Tom Brady. One of my favorite quotes from him of all time was post-Bills playoff loss in 21, when Mac Jones' rookie season ends in a beatdown, and he did a long post-game press conference and said something to the effect, and I don't know if you're looking for it or not over there on your fancy little computer gadget. I'm looking for um, stuff. He said something to the effect of what we lived for the last 20 years wasn't reality. Mm -hmm. And he was right. Like expecting you're going to make the playoffs and go on runs and always like have this. Sometimes you make the playoffs and get your ass whooped. More Mm -hmm. often than not, you don't make the playoffs. You're not good enough to compete. It wasn't reality going to nine Super Bowls. It wasn't reality going to the AFC title game eight straight years. And I like that he acknowledged that. Yeah, no, for for sure. And now the sort of uh, hierarchy – you have a new coach, although, I mean, he's been here, but still a new head coach. And a young. A young head coach, a brand-new offensive coaching staff, and you look at guys that were captains or even had just leadership roles on the team. You also may have missed Lawrence Guy and Adrian Phillips cut today. So Dietrich Wise was the captain. Uh, David Andrews, clearly. Now, he's, like, really the senior member of the yep. organization. Who we wondered and if Bentley. he was going to be back. I mean, he is yeah. going to be, yeah, but yeah, yeah. we wondered – how much more does he have left and how much how much of a bridge guy can he be to what you hope is yeah. success at some point? So I'll say like 100% of teams, their quarterback is a captain. It's just about 100% of teams. And, and yours so might be. He might be. We'll see. I'll tell you when he arrives and find out who he is. <laughs> Jaden Daniels is ready for that or Drake May is ready for that. Then or Baker then Mayfield so or Jacoby Brissett. Jacoby Brissett could be a captain. He for sure could be. I don't know if that's great. I don't know if that's the, the best thing to do. Plan. That they're the coin I, toss. My preference would be Jaden Daniels. Yeah. Drake man, I'm not sure he looks like a captain. Who's going to take the coin toss now? Slater's been taking the coin toss for like More a decade. Importantly, yeah. Who's going to say, oh, yeah? I don't think there's going to be a Might lot of that. have to. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you have to worry Once about that. Once or twice a year, we'll yeah. find somebody. Whoever's around can say. We're good. No, but he was, he was such a staple of this team, and I, you know, we yeah. talked a little bit about it earlier. I just, I think you could argue he's the most perfect, well-rounded Patriot that came through. I can't think of a single time. Well, just super consistent on and off the field, yeah. and yeah, and a you, good dude. You knew what you were getting with him. Yeah, wasn't. Um, I mentioned this with Fitzy in the Six Rings because we, we were actually recording today when, when this came out, oh, so we kind of live reacted. Yeah. Um, he wasn't, even though he's a Christian and a Bible guy and promotes Jesus and all of those things, and a good guy leader. Yeah, didn't feel like condescending or holier than thou didn't really yeah some of those guys definitely like kind of put it on you yeah like, and you put feel it, like, like, like all right dude relax yeah, no, no, he never he never felt, no pretty normal dude and yep. was able to yep. talk football yep. could bring could kind of weave in the christianity when he wanted to like he always i always thought he kind of weaved it in in like a, a funny appropriate way like i mm-hmm. 
know, only one man ever walked this earth that was perfect. The rest of us, we make mistakes. <laughs> yeah. Like, things yeah. like that make Tom me, Brady was his doesn't name. doesn't feel like, and we would call him Thomas. Remember you used to oh, call right. him Thomas? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thomas would do this and yeah. Thomas would do that. So, yeah, that's um, that's a blow. I do wonder if we're going to see him, if he's going to be around, because he has, a few years ago, I remember I talked to him about it. He was like, I don't think I'll be around. I don't think I'll be doing football. You know, like, so dedicated if he wants my to life coach to special game. teams, we know a place. Well, Jeremy Springer, you know, yeah, trust Matt Jeremy. Slater. He can bump Springer out of there if Slater wants the job. Well, I think we learned through Troy Brown, just because you're a great player doesn't necessarily mean you're going to have great production at your position That's coaching role. That's true. That is also true. Uh, you guys can uh, join the program. <laughs> Let's celebrate Matthew Slater today. 617-779-7937, the number two jump aboard. We have Grab Bag coming up next. But right now, here is Stiz with What's Trending. Your home of the Sox. Now, here's What's Trending on WEEI. All right, let's get you caught up with Trending one last time before we get out of here. The Bruins rallied to close out their homestand with the 4-3 shootout win over the Dallas Stars yesterday at the TD Garden. It took nine rounds in the shootout to get it done. Marshan scored the lone goal in the first three rounds before McAvoy ended it with his shot. And Jeremy Swayman made the final save. Swayman had 43 saves on the night. Also some Bruins roster news. GM Don Sweeney announced the team assigned forward Oscar Steen to Providence. Recalled defenseman Mason Lowry and placed forward Matthew Patra on long-term injured reserve. Bruins have the night off tonight. They're back on the ice tomorrow night in Edmonton to take on the Oilers. Puck drops at 10 p.m. from Rogers Place. After 16 years in the league, 10 Pro Bowls, 3 Super Bowls, Matthew Slater has announced his retirement from the NFL. Slater released a lengthy farewell in a statement released by the team where he thanked everyone from his family to teammates to the Kraft family to Coach Bill Belichick. Both Bill Belichick and Tom Brady took to their social media to sing Slater's praises. The Celtics return to the court on Thursday. They'll be in Chicago to take on the Bulls. Tip-off from the United Center at 8 p.m. And some Red Sox news. They've signed three-time All-Star and 2023's Comeback Player of the Year, Liam Hendricks, to a two-year $10 million deal. He was in Fort Myers today in uniform, playing catch with the team just minutes after passing a physical. Hendricks underwent Tommy John surgery on August 2nd, so it's unclear when he will make his debut with the Red Sox. I'm Stiz. That's what's trending now on WEI and WEI.com. More Risk Keith Show, including Grab Bag, coming up. Remember, you can listen to WEI on your smart speaker. Just say, play 93.7 WEI. Now, more of the Rich Keefe Show on WEI. Back here on the Rich Keefe Show, WEI, Andy Hart in the house as he is every Tuesday and Thursday. We got another, like, month and change of these full tang programs, and then... For about six months or so, there'll be a lot of uh, a lot of Red Sox baseball. Maybe they'll not, su- not surprisingly. No, no, no. We mix in some shows. Games, There's day off games. days. The what? night game, like the late the West Coast trip. That's we had full shows just about when they're on the West Coast. Actually, they open on the West Coast this year in Seattle. So it's going to be like preview shows. No, we'll okay. do three hours of like Patriots talking draft, Bruins and Celtics, stuff. and then we'll do one hour. You can stick around if you want to be on the pregame. All right, well, go drink. Uh, I might as well. That <laughs> <laughs> might, might help. Joe Castigs and others as well. Joe, yep. Alex Cora. Uh, yeah, could be a long. Although he uh, looks like he's getting in shape. Well, Help if those me. guys all start boozing, it'll be all over that Netflix series. 
That is true. That'll be something. That is so weird. It is. And we won't get that till 2025. And then, like, what's the appetite at that point for it? Yeah. I wonder if it's going to be certain NFL things. film style. They got to do it. The, yeah. Remember the old school hour long each team and you'd see the whole season. Uh, yeah. Then you'd watch it and you'd be like, I don't remember the season being that good. Like they had a way of spinning it positive, focusing yeah. on a couple of young guys, close games, whatever. But I wonder if there's going to be a couple of real moments where it's going to be either an Alex Cora, although he's pretty calm, but like an outburst, whether it be in the dugout, on the field, at a press conference. It'll happen. It's going to happen. Unless he gets fired before it happens. But I'm saying him or, or the other players, and then we're going to kind of forget about it for a few months, and then be like, oh, yeah, that's in episode three. Remember that thing where yes. the guy loses his mind? Oh, we're actually going to see that in episode three. But it's just so far. We're so used to getting things immediately that it is going to be a little strange. Is he fireable? Cora? Yeah. I would say he is, but I also feel like, well, yeah, I guess, because once you get into the season, you'll just promote a bench coach. Because my whole thing is, Henry doesn't want to pay two managers. Right. So he probably told Breslow, hey, even if you don't want him, he's he's managing this year. And then you can pick either him back or you can have somebody else. But yeah, once you get into the year, yeah, why not? Is that but a, I don't think fans are going to be like, yay! Well, They're going to be like, what the hell are you doing? That's how I think it would be received, even though the organization might look at it as, well, we got to throw the masses some sort of blood. Yeah. we got to do something that looks like we're trying, we're changing. Mm-hmm. And he might be the sacrificial lamb, but I think it might turn on them and be received differently than they might into who knows i mean yeah. might get to june maybe he's checked out maybe he's like he's sitting with his arms now. crossed, not even paying attention yeah i mean if he's like bad news more, bears he's got beers in the dugout if there's like, more of those kyle bear claw situations where he just leaves the guy out there to earn like wear 11 runs then yeah, yeah that might be tough but it'll be we'll see yeah, we that will. could be interesting it, it could that's be. one of the few things mm-hmm. it could be interesting it's time for That's right. Around this time every night, we uh, go to the grab bag. Stories we couldn't get to in the first uh, three-plus hours of the program. Grab bag! Boston Bruins got a win yesterday over the Dallas Stars in a shootout tomorrow night against the Oilers. So Connor McDavid, David Pasternak tomorrow. Uh, they did snap a, a losing streak with the uh, the win yesterday. But how worried are you about the Bruins right now? Yeah, I am. Yeah. I mean, even though they're a uh, top of their conference in the standings, they are. feel it. They were tied for a minute with Florida, but then the win yesterday jumped them back over Florida. But it does, the way it's tracking now, I don't think they're going to be the one seed in the East. Which, whatever. Which I, might I, be good. Yeah. They, they were last year and then some. So we, We've talked a lot about this overall sort of irrelevant of the details a lot of people believed in the idea they're going to be less talented, more proven, scrappy, something. Maybe they'll go on a – I don't know if that's true at this yeah. point. They yeah, just yeah. don't seem like they're a great hockey team. They nope. don't nope. – they're, they're not playing to their point total, I guess I would say. But that would tend to happen if you're not as good as maybe your yeah, success right. rate early in the year. We'll see. They – I mean, we know that Swayman could get hot in the postseason yeah. and he could develop into the star that some people think he is. Well, even Montgomery said it a while ago because they got out to that crazy hot start again, yeah, and unexpectedly. Then, and then they all then they had like a dip, and then Montgomery was like, "Listen, we're not either one of those teams." He's right. like, "We're probably somewhere in the middle," but it never it's never really gotten to like a middle part. Like they've never been no. like a wild card team. Like they've been like they've been at the top of the standings all year long. But last year, I made the mistake and I did take the cheese, and I was like, "All right, this team's sick. Like they're so good." And I know hockey is. 
you know, the top seed by no means is guaranteed to make the Stanley Cup final, but I was in on them last year. This year I've been, like, surprised they've been as high as they are in the standings all year. So, I mean, it may come down to matchups when, when it But gets it is to weird the, to have a team that's yeah. on top of the standings. And nobody's buying it. And I don't, I don't know if that's how they're playing simply or if it's also sort of because of last year, the combination of, year. of the two, yeah. the talent that they lost, yeah. the people not thinking the talent on this team is as good. But if I'm them, I'm like, okay, so you don't think I'm as good, but hey, do me a favor. Could you check yeah. the standings? I mean, they got they got two goalies that are, have had a good years, and they got Pasternak, who's in the MVP conversation, yeah. and like that's got them to where they're at so far. Here comes the grab bag. Grab, grab bag, 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 grab, grab bag. Our college football playoff is going to 12 teams. Yes. And Can't they wait. voted unanimously to go with the 5 plus 7 format. Meaning, you explain this to me, yes. So this is how I this is how I was able to understand it. The five highest ranked conference champions are automatically in and then seven at-large slash wildcard teams. Go ahead, Andy Hart. So the Pac-12. Yeah. Does that mean? I don't even know if it exists anymore, does it? I, I they're think doing, it like, does. They're, they're so like, does that mean that, oh, so it's not the top five power five? No, I don't think there's a power five. I think it's like a power it's four, four now. Core yeah. four. So ACC, SEC, Big Ten, and Big 12 theoretically would get a team every year. Not guaranteed, though, because... It's just the top rank. So say you take some of these smaller conferences and let's say they like two teams run the table yeah. and they are in the top five or six in the country. And there's, a, so they would be automatically in this time around. So the top five. So what happened was there was two teams in the PAC 12 that were, is it uh Washington state and Oregon state? I think yes. have been left out. They didn't join anybody. So they, but they may sure. be adding. So they're kind Mac of teams, Mountain West, Mountain West. They're doing a lot of Mountain West scheduling. Like yeah. they're playing like six of the Mountain West teams. So they thought, I guess those schools specifically, that they would have a better chance of getting in with seven at larges rather than if they did it like a different way. If it was like okay. six and six. Or I don't really like care. I just want the 12 best teams to play. And I think you will. Cause even if you get like a random, like coastal Carolina, fine. They're taking up one of the 12 spots. Cool. Don't care. Yeah. You're going to like, They've done this where you can look at what the brackets would have looked like over the last several years. You got it. And right. if you're screaming about the 13th team, that's on you. You shouldn't have lost two games or maybe even three games. Well, And what you we've taught, like, playoffs should be the goal for Boston College. If you go 12 deep, yeah, get your ass in there. You get two, maybe some of yours, three ACC teams. Yeah. yeah. You, you could. Billy O. Let's go. That is definitely no, a, a goal. I am excited about this. Um, I don't get the 12-team thing, though. On the Like, I don't need buys and stuff like just have 16 or have eight i guess is how i would want it um, like 12 12 is a weird bracket it, oh it's a weird bracket so it's four buys i assume yeah right four buys because yeah, you get eight teams, so eight will play four, and then four the four room, the whole thing uh it's fine with me i, I don't okay. want to overthink it i probably don't want to keep expanding in 16 it's so weird weeks they and, went from zero to two to four to 12 yeah <laughs> it's like, growing exponentially. Like you guys easily could have just I mean, had it's kind of like basketball, the field of 64 Like, call me crazy, but like eight, you could have had the power five champs back when there was a power five. Yep. And then three at larges. That would have been pretty good for many years. Oh, I absolutely would have taken that, especially at the time. Yes. But college football has been so weird. And then it's going to be such a pain in the ass to 
remember like, all right, where is like UCLA and USC and Cal and Stanford and all these teams and Colorado? Like they're all over the place now. Oh, it's yeah. The conferences. And yeah, I don't know if it's done, not done is like the Pac-12 exists, doesn't exist, stay yeah, existing. Like, kind of does, kind of doesn't. No, it's weird. But uh, bottom line, I like the playoff. Yep. Same. Oh, my God. It's- Grab bag? The Nets have named Kevin Ollie the interim head coach after firing Jacques Vaughn. And not hiring. Who? Ime, remember? Well. Remember they were going to hire Ime, supposedly. Yeah, but where? And then, you can't go now. No, 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 I know. But I'm talking about. You've already fired the, the guy coach. that you chose over Ime because Kyrie was going off Bad, at the yeah. time and you had multiple scandals and you couldn't deal with having a coach yeah. who had baggage and a player who has baggage, ongoing baggage. Yeah. And now they've already fired the coach. Oh, there's a good line in a show I was watching where they're like, oh, what was that guy's name? Is it, was it Kyle? He's like, no, 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 more annoying than that. He's like, Kyrie? No, 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 less annoying. <laughs> oh, Kyler. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah, it's a good line. I was like, yeah, makes sense. Uh, what's in the grab bag? Uh, running back Mike Davis has retired. Okay. Or Mike Davis. I do. Yippee-ki-yay, mother. Grab bag. See, if he's the fat guy, right? He was thicker. It's thicker. South Carolina back, played on a bunch of teams, yeah. played on like eight teams. Yeah. Yeah. I like a chunky back. You do? Who's yeah. your favorite thick running back? Devlin. Running back. Oh, okay. Um, well, Allstott, does he count or is he a fullback? Mike Allstott was also a fullback. He was a fullback. He was a running back. He was a fullback who got the ball. He was a fullback who got the ball. A lot. He, he was did. their lead back. He was like a throwback fullback the way Zonka was. He his highlight reel is fun to watch. Absolutely, it's like a really good one, especially yeah. with the pads and the look to it. Oh yeah, 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 the yeah. big pads. Yeah, uh, like a big old like a Mike Tolbert, like him. He was a big guy, a hoss. Wait, did you ask me who my favorite running back was? Thick running oh, back. Okay, so is both? Oh yeah, I guess later stages. Bo may have been because Bo thick. Yeah, Bo thin. Bo anything is my favorite. No, of all I know time. that, but I guess he would qualify as like a bigger back. Yeah. I mean, like he's jacked. Those the difference. Some of these backs you're talking about, like might not be like What's they wouldn't name? win a fitness contest. From Arkansas, led the NFL in rushing, was on Madden, almost drowned. Uh, Browns. All right, went to I gave Arkansas. You everything. Yeah, you, you just did. Hold on a second. Went to Arkansas. Led the NFL in rushing. So was Darren on McFadden Madden and Felix Jones jump out to me. The Browns. Arkansas. Oh, Peyton Hillis. Yes. Yeah, yeah. He was fun for that one. He was in that back run. Those guys. Yeah, he smoked the Pats. Yes. <laughs> Against the Pats, he was fantastic. All right, that's not about Ironhead Hayward, of course. Oh yeah, he was. He would be in the. He mix. was a fullback, though, right? Christian Okoye. Yeah, now you're talking. Some of these are pads influenced too. Oh my god, yeah. Even watching, I watched that Barry Sanders documentary a while ago on Prime. How much better would he have been with pads that fit? Right, like, his pads were so big. It was like, so funny back then. They didn't yeah. care about your head, but they apparently cared about your shoulders a like, lot. You gotta like, check your. You gotta cover your whole chest and your all of your shoulders. But your like, head injuries, uh, you're on your own. And with knee that. pads. The guys were wearing thick knee pads back then. Well, now they don't wear anything. They wear yeah, shorts. Right. It's halfway up their thigh. It is kind of nuts. I wouldn't do that. I don't. I don't think I'd be comfortable. Well, not, you would feel faster. Yeah, I think like you wide out corner. Why not? But. But like even then, running, like when you yeah, hit the turf and get a bruise or owie, yeah, yeah, you get an owie. Although I do remember always in uppers, like you always felt faster if you had like shorts on. Way faster. It was amazing. Yeah. And I don't really know why. It's not well, like the pads weigh that much. No, or... they don't. It's a little constrictive, I guess. It's a little mental. Well, it's the same reason why you, like, you don't wear a cup. You got to wear like the like no, the you don't wear pads. a cup so it doesn't cut your nut off. All right, well, that's just part of it. You, nuts. Nuts. <laughs> well, a one. 
<laughs> no, I mean, I have one. But all right, I think the concern Fine. is it would it would get one, not Got both it. all at once. Yeah. You're not be castrated. Swing. There's oh. a line drive left center field, deep back by the wall, and oh. it is grab bag. So apparently, uh, the Beatles have given away, uh, or what? they have signed off. What the Beatles? The band? You ever heard of the Beatles? Yeah, Beatles. They have allowed. They did? Uh, no, there's a couple. I mean, half. I think. So they get to say we're the Beatles. They probably own the rights to the Beatles, I think. But they are going to be making movies now, full-on movies. Uh, in fact, there's going to be four different movies. Sam Mendes was given full rights to the music and their life stories, and he is going to do a movie, a singular movie on each Beatle. Do you have any interest in that? Not, re- um, not really. I mean, I guess if it's done well, I, I, I don't necessarily get the allure of them now but people say the 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 craze of them was incredible so maybe i could get hooked if the movies are well made i just not really yeah i sort of a hot take i suppose no interest yeah i don't i'm not a beatles guy i think my parents listened to it growing up and uh i never really hooked me like they had other stuff that they listened to that i liked a lot more than this i'm i recognize how great they were how impactful they were on music but like when that thing came out on disney plus that everybody was like ranting and raving over i'm like i don't even i'm not gonna watch it i think in general i'm not opposed to but i don't understand the massive musical stars the taylor swifts the bruce Springsteen, and so that's like the the attention that the attention that swift gets that's what my mom was telling me she's like it's like kind of like the beatles and i think it's kind of crazy both are massively overrated it's music you like it you know you like listening to it it feels good yes go ahead but the thing with music unlike uh most other art forms is music um connects with you emotionally in such a different way than like a movie or uh you know a book you know what i mean like Oh, I mean, I know what you're saying. I guess that's for some people, but there are definitely books and movies that like, yeah, mess people up, or even sporting events that connect with yeah. you in a positive way. But the energy and the edge of your seat, and you see people when the Patriots win for the first time, crying. hugging their grandparents. How many parades crying. have you been to with people right. crying? So I think there are various forms of entertainment, yeah. art forms, whatever you want to call. That's it. one of them, no doubt. And now. Music people probably look at it and go, why is that person crying because the Chiefs won? Like, there's probably a different direction of finger pointing. Oh, yeah. I also get why, like, the Beatles are as popular as they are because not only, you know, are the songs so good that people really like and, you know, the writing in it and the whole thing, but also what they kind of did for music and how what sure the impact they had the the inspiration they had so i get that part yeah i, I just I don't but know. i don't know I've, I've never really been like people go crazy like anytime paul mccartney shows up at any award show it's like oh my god i'm like all right yeah fine. he's a beetle cool <laughs> he's, a, he's a beetle Plus there's, there's two left yeah i believe uh Is that right stiz no i think they're my... ringo's, ringo's still alive no. ringo is he i don't ringo know is. dead or alive <laughs> No, Ringo's alive and Paul's alive. So they're the Beatles? Uh, so yeah, if they Ringo, wanted to, they Ringo could is. tour as the Beatles? I mean, I guess they could. Well, the, Paul McCartney had a whole single career. Actually, didn't Ringo? I think Ringo yeah. had a no, they did. career. So yeah, yeah. But that's what I'm asking. Like, Could yeah, Beyonce so just do concerts and call herself Destiny's Child? I know it's a little different. But, <laughs> she may not want to. But like, that's, I mean, if you don't have the... Well, I don't know if they're doing concerts, but I, well, however this worked out, they were able to somehow get the rights to all of this so whoever had it i must have signed off maybe the two living guys also signed off on what they had going on so yeah this is what we got
We're not I taking would, Beatles calls. I would agree on that. True Detective Season 4 wrapped up on Sunday night. Uh, True Detective Night Country with Jodie Foster. And good. Not great. Good. You're not selling me on it. I know. I won't watch it. You, you weren't going to. Nope. Even if there I give you a full a court chance. press. Stiz, you watched this whole show. I know you had your questions about it early on in the process. How do you think they uh, stuck the landing? I think they landed the plane mostly successful. Yeah. Um, I think overall <laughs> mostly successful. Mostly. Had, if I you think, were in an actual plane. That landed mostly, mostly successful. successful. <laughs> hey, I got out. They only still, lost one wheel and one dude true. got sucked out the you door. Out, yeah, door about that guy. Don't ask about that it's guy. It's like again. the Alaskan flight a couple weeks ago where yeah. the door flew right, off. Because somebody didn't put the bolts in. It got yeah. you on the ground. I yeah. think I think overall it was a good show. It was entertaining. It, you know, I kept looking forward to Sunday night. So did I. I thought it was good. I think the six episodes was kind of of a, a sweet spot for it. I thought episode one sucked me in, and then five was really strong. Yeah, and then the finale I thought was good. So yeah. like, yeah, two, three, and four were whatever. Like they were they were fine enough to keep you invested. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, that anyway. That was Andy, cool. do you watch TV? He doesn't like shows. Sometimes Sopranos, Breaking Bad, The Wire. Oh yeah, you told. I haven't me. seen any of those in particular. Really. No, his favorite show of all time is The Shield. Yes. FX is Which the I've heard Shield. is really good. Awesome. The Shield's that, good. That's one I've not seen. Um, people, he's not the only person. They I've, did a good job with the finale, The Justified, Shield. Justified, I liked. Oh, so you're a big FX fan. So he's just a, FX. Yeah. He only has FX. <laughs> he and has then, one channel. I, no. I you, totally it, see that. It was a different time. <laughs> Do you, uh, you watch Fargo? Nope. It's an FX show. That's why I asked. No. All right. It's I fine. used to watch, uh, what was that? Uh, Designing Women? No. That, was, that wasn't on FX, was it? No, that was on right after uh, Golden Girls. I was thinking FX shows, the semi-dirty um, pr- plastic surgeons. Oh, Nip Tuck. Nip Tuck. Used to watch a little of that. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you did. That was wow. like skinematic. I'm sure you did watch <laughs> Nip Tuck. Do you have HBO, Max? Uh, no. Okay. Okay, because I was gonna. If you did, I would say throw on True Detective season four, episode one. I'd I'd love to know if at the end of it you you were like, yeah, I'm I'm curious to see how this plays out. I'm not gonna pay for it. <laughs> this guy won't even pay for the Apple Plus. Apple even cheap ass Rich Keefe bought the Apple Plus for this. I feel like I thing. have everything, and yet somehow I have nothing. Right, except for the I stuff have that Hulu. Comes out on. Yeah, I have Netflix. Brag. I have whatever Disney Plus, and then it's like. Oh well, you don't have Apple Plus. Like, how many so you of these have three am I supposed of the to have? <laughs> yeah, what, exactly. Like, how many am I supposed to have? What are, what are uh, we doing 20. here? Twenty out of twenty. And like, what are we doing? It's I have much. cable. That's too much. I pay through the nose for all this crap that no one seems to watch. Listen, as long as you have Nesson three hundred and sixty. Yeah. Although you got that. My kids were they were watching some show on Netflix today about like. These people Ooh, that got? thought they were going to an island to hook up, and then it's the exact opposite. If you kiss, like they start to take away money from the pot. It's like too really? hot, too something. And it's so poorly written. You would love it. I would, yeah. The, the willy jokes, the thinking with your gherkin jokes, oh, like all these low-hanging like yeah. fruits. Fruit, for lack of a better word. Um, but it's, it, it was trashy at its trashiest. Yeah, they mix in a few of those on Netflix. Hey, real quick, Netflix. I watched over the weekend uh, speak, uh, Killer, Stalker. Lover, Lover Stalker, yeah, I Killer. I watched that. I watched that. Okay. Yeah, I, I watched that. I watched so, that. And we all watched something. Hey, let's okay. talk about it. Let's but go. wait a minute. So last, last week yeah. when Keith brought it up, I hadn't seen it at that point. And Keith, you were saying like, 
oh, there's a there was a twist no, coming, Hart said and you that. knew no, the Hart, twist was coming. Hart said that, I think. Yeah, I knew the twist right away. What that, twist did you know? Oh, that you was so obvious. the other girl? Yeah. Yes. yes. Get um, out of town. You didn't know? Immediately. It was within, no. like, the first 15 minutes. No, you know. it was I the first. BS. Dude, I said that I, knew, I sniffed that out so soon that I was like, just get to it. Because then they had the people having to talk about it and answer the questions in, like, the confessional like stringing it out like we didn't know. Right. Then they eventually, with like 30 minutes left in the thing, right. we're all in the same But it was page. obvious. Things. It was so can, obvious, no, dude. I, I, I didn't see it. I didn't see it coming. <laughs> I well, really didn't. You. But they, then, they treated it like an M. Night Shyamalan twist, and we're like, right. Right. Keep going. They kind of teased it, teased it, teased it, and then tried to pretend you were stunned with the thing that they had teased forever. Overall, it was good, though, because Solid. Like, I'd never heard of that case before. No. And it, was, it, was it was interesting. It was cool. The best character, in my opinion, was the uh, IT, IT guy. Guy. Yeah, with, for sure. Who's like, in case you didn't know, I was on the spectrum. Oh, or yeah. by far yeah, that yeah. guy. Well, that, that guy, that's like the nothing. guy, the drink, when he pours it, he's like, this is what us geeks yeah. drink instead yeah, of drink or something. Yeah, he is great. Are you familiar with that? No, it's I was. Uh, that was a callback to earlier. Yeah. Adrenochrome, <laughs> like, the blood. What, what, what was it? Uh, oh, was I that? have no oh, idea. I feel like that's something you might know. You're like yeah. a gamer. You're up yeah, late. I have no idea. Or, what about that judge, though, when he gives the verdict in the fr- like his first couple words, you think... Oh yeah, it's gonna be one way. That and was totally, crazy. Yeah. Like, yeah. why? Did I think th- he did it on purpose. Yeah, for he sure he did. I think that was like an inside joke just for himself, like having a little fun. Yeah. <laughs> I think you're right. And he's like, "Just kidding, you're done." All right, that'll do it for another successful edition of Grab that was Bag. Fun. We should all watch the same thing. You know, yeah, we can talk about it. That's not a bad. I feel idea. Like I'm always the lone. Uh, we did that during COVID. We would pick shows and movies to watch. Oh yeah, that's when freaking Dale made me watch that terrible comedy. It's merely a f- flesh wound. Oh, or you don't like Monty Python? One of the worst things. Oh, it's up there with Madame Webb. It's like an all-time classic comedy. Yeah, people tell you that. Yeah, well, and it sucks. Okay, it's unfunny. I, I think it's waste good. of time. Made me dumber. It's probably too smart. Less, probably too smart for so. you. Ah, it might be a little. Too you smart. got it. Right. That's <laughs> fair. That's true. I did get it. All right, we will uh, wrap up the show with our final thoughts coming up next year on Weei. If you missed any of our Patriots Monday and Friday interviews, go back and listen on the podcast anytime. Just subscribe to the Rich Keefe Show on the Odyssey app or wherever you find your podcasts. Now, more of the Rich Keefe Show on WEEI. Back here on the Rich Keefe Show with Andy Hart, WEEI. It's a good thing. This was a this was an absolute heater. Did Question. you look up her uh, first pitch that I told you about? Oh, no, it's I one forgot. of the worst first pitches of all time. Uh, so this is a catchy song, and sure. I am uh, my kids make fun of me because I generally dislike songs and then realize they're catchy and kind of fall in love with them, even yeah. crappy songs. Along those lines, <laughs> yes. Did you guys know that Beyonce has a country song right now? I did not know that. And at first, I thought it wasn't very good. Now you love but it. But now it's crawling into the catchy category for me. Interesting. Stiz, you were aware of this? I was aware. I haven't heard it, but uh, Is it by herself aware. or is she with like another country person? No, just her. Interesting. It's a and at first I was like, I'm sure it's pretty is good. Like, messed up. It's it's very um it's almost like a combination between a show tune feel and almost like a gospel feel or religious tune. Oh, okay. Well, didn't she sing in church upbeat. like growing up? Was yeah, that it's, part of the it's thing? got that yeah. like upbeat. Okay. Ho down, throw down, church environment. Uh, but right? I was just surprised. That could I, was, be good. I was listening. I was like, 
Beyonce? Oh, it's, a hit, it's a hit parade with Beyonce. So Swift goes from country to pop. Is Beyonce going to go from pop or whatever R&B to country? I doubt she'll stick there too I long. I feel like they just want to dominate the world. Yeah, they do. And like they kind of the, do. Talented musicians are like, I'm bored dominating yeah. this area. I'm going to prove I can do something else. The Swifties versus the, uh, was it the Beehive? The Beehive. Yeah. And you had that weird Jay-Z speech at the uh, I didn't see it. Grammys. Mm, it was no. very weird. It was oh, you didn't see his speech? With his daughter up on stage, and I didn't even really know what the hell no, he was No, I don't think about. I did. I was in and out on the Grammys. I didn't watch the whole It wasn't Grammys. Great. He basically just called out the Grammys for not supporting hip-hop. And Got it. Beyonce has the most Grammys of all time, yet she's never won Album of the Year, so he kind of oh. said something about oh, that. shoot. They also didn't televise the best rap um, oh, that's best bad. Rap song or something and like that. And then Killer Mike got yeah. arrested. Yeah. 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 So. <laughs> he won it and got arrested. Happens. Like- RKK was there. Yeah. You had put on the uh, grab bag. You Uh-oh. want to talk about what's the weirdest thing you've ever shipped? Well, I did it Where'd today. this come from? <laughs> oh, this is, this is real so life? This is, uh, remember when I said that I went to the doctor and yeah. the doctor was saying it's time in life for potentially a colonoscopy? And I was like, well, what's option B? No, you got to get that colonoscopy. So I got option B. Oh, jeez. Option B was a little bucket and you had to do some business in it and oh, ship it. Oh, that's all. <laughs> You'd rather do that so than I, the colonoscopy? You're This insane. morning I had to put this little... Plastic frame oh, on the toilet, disgusting. and then a little bucket, and then I is had that to, what like, was on my doorstep? When I get home? <laughs> so but then me? I and then I had to set up a. Uh, so I left it on my doorstep. I set up a UPS pickup, and <laughs> I wonder if the guy knows immediately. Like, has he seen the boxes before? Yeah, He's probably. I'm not shipping this. Well, I mean, it's in a little bucket, and then you z- there's like a yeah, zipper Hanky bag, on and okay, I'm not shipping. You know, so that. I sent it back. So, what's the weirdest thing you ever shipped? Did you ever ship poop? Nope. It almost felt illegal though. I like, does shipping really poop. Like I have no idea the weirdest thing I've ever shipped. Can't think. I, on top of my head, I can't think of a single thing. You never shipped like a sword, a dead fish. No, not a sword. Fantasy a football trophy. Yeah, something weird. I, I did that. I got all smashed up. Yeah, I feel like I've. This is officially probably gonna yeah. be the weirdest thing I ship. Right? I, I don't think. What else so. would be? I don't know how you top it. Dead body. I, I feel like you could get better results with the real thing, though. I'm concerned for you. Yeah, get the colonoscopy. Well, I actually think what we're happens pro colonoscopy is, on the show, even though nobody's ever gotten one. Always have, always will be. Well, you know they do them without sedation now. You have to Good. be awake. <laughs> All right, that'll do it for us. Hart, we'll talk to you on Thursday. Stay great job as always. We got Fitzy in the house tomorrow. Have a great rest of your night. We'll talk to you tomorrow at six.